Hi all, sorry for the delay. A little episode of the Laboogie podcast that was released as a YouTube clip about a week ago now, featuring bodyboarding's hottest couple, Ayaka Suzuki and Matt Crilly, recorded in Hawaii, I think in early March, before the world went completely nuts. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. It's a party dog. Um, congratulations on your wedding. Thank you so much, Joshua. That's cool. It's pretty, pretty cool, yeah. Pretty legit, man. Yeah, how'd you feel? Uh, I cried a little bit. Did he? Yeah, he did. Actually, did he? like we had a like little wedding. Yeah. And then while I speaking like some word, and then he starts like. Oh, cry a little bit and then it cute. makes me cry you know you got a ring and everything just look at the rings yeah, yeah, yeah ring, bro. got that one what's yours is a little bit fancy oh yeah. cute it's a bit we of gold keep, yeah <laughs> we, we didn't prepare so like we bought like a last minute that's yeah. right good last minute purchases they they we, do we tried yeah. to get it at claire's but they didn't have my size okay so we had to actually big knuckles a little expensive yeah, yeah. Oh, okay <laughs> Good for you. I guess it's only for little girls, you know, in the Claire's shop. Oh, okay. I didn't realize they didn't have oversized six. Okay, right. But you found it. You figured it out. Yeah. Well, look at you. You got a ring, too. That's a fancy one. That's yeah, fancy. it's a little sailor one. I might have to start getting, like, more rings now. Yeah, it's like, good. It's good to collect them. Yeah. Just when you travel the world. Yeah, big gangster. So, like, you're kind of already the, the kind of power couple of bodyboarding. And now you've just like made it official by getting married. Now it's just like now you're the husband and wife, you know, power couple. Sick. How um, how does it feel? I think the interesting thing about the two of you for me is, like, being in the water with your partner is is mm-hmm. like a really complex situation, right? Particularly mm-hmm. when it's big waves. Like, how do you feel when you see each other in bigger? bigger waves and and feel for each other in those waves is it an interesting thing yeah like i i never feel anything because he's a boy you know (laughs) he's definitely better than me so i never worried about him at all yeah and i feel like really safe if he come with me yeah big wave but he felt different (laughs) yeah so how's it been for you as a guy i mean i don't know like to be honest like I really think I'd be scared, and I feel like I'd be really scared. But whenever I see her, like actually get pounded, I kind of like can't help but giggle because I'm oh, kind of okay. like, you know, I kind of just like, oh, she got smoked. What are you doing? You know. But then, like, then after a while, I'm kind of like, there's a moment in my heart where I'm kind of like, oh, should I be concerned? Like, she might be like, yeah. But, but she's like so talented that I just have so much confidence that she's probably gonna be okay. You know, especially like, I remember I was a little nervous. We were at Jaws, and a huge set came. And I was paddling for my life, and I couldn't even. She was definitely behind me, but I couldn't even look back to check because I was just like, I was just so scared. I was paddling. Yeah, I was just paddling for the shoulder. Yeah. And I ducked over. It was like feathering, and she was a good twenty yards behind me. And I thought it landed on her head, and I looked back and just saw I couldn't see anything, just all this mist and craziness, you know. And then she like, she looked like this little tiny dot like coming out of the water, like popping up somehow. She like ducked over, like, and I guess she like the wave waited long enough for her to come up. But shit, I remember being so terrified. And then after that. I don't think there's any more, like, bigger, crazier situation. Right. But, you know, it's just like when you surf with your friends, like, you always are going to laugh when they get pounded, you know, because mm. it's just the it's way funny. it is. Yeah. But you're always going to be, like, you know, 
taking extra care and watching out for them, you know? But you always worried about me. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's different. Yeah, like with yeah. a partner, like I think yeah. like it's one of those complexities because like your mates you care about. Yeah. But you don't love them. Right. You right. know, like, you know, not like it's your, your, your partner mm-hmm. in life and right. things like that. So, I mean, you're saying that, you know, you basically, there is this challenge for you yeah. to, to like kind of accept that she's just got to be kind of in control of herself and you've just got to be there you know is it it's just a a constant challenge like are you getting used to it um i'm getting used to it you know but i think like you know probably like it waves like mexico or waves like arica you know our pipeline like when it's really big Mm. waves that i'm scared at yeah then i get really nervous because i kind of feel like you know i know the power of the ocean and i know that i can't help her Mm. because you know i know she's too far away and like i have to be in the water with her you know and then like i don't want to be like babysitting because you know she's she's a big wave surfer that's what she does you know but it gets to that limit where it's like, whoa, like, I'm scared to even paddle out. Like, and I know totally. that it, I know that I can't get to her, you know? Mm. Like, my, no matter how fast I swim, unless I have, like, mm. you know, maybe I should just get a jet ski and be out there in the water. But I don't mm. think she needs I, it, you know? She's, I, she's I fine. I think getting used to it, though. Yeah. The first year, like, he was so worried about me mm. to go surf any, like, big wave. Mm. And I'm like, babe, I'm fine, you know? Mm. I can survive by myself. Mm. And he's like, are you sure? Are you all right? Mm. Like, yeah. I think I think too like I'm really like I'm still scared of big waves you know and I'm pushing my limit in in that kind of sense and I guess this after this this last year doing the tour and seeing mm-hmm. a lot of bigger waves and pushing myself a little bit more now I mm-hmm. understand that okay it's like it's it's you know it's possible and she'll be fine out there yeah. but before it was those like, are gunshots yeah. happening while we do this interview right yeah, yeah. yeah. is There's that normal. Kids- it's basically like yeah. But even in the middle of the night, they just go all day. Long. Okay, all so day. I'm just like I'm just wondering if they're gonna get louder, or we're gonna have to like run for cover or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. They just good. been firing in the valley. Yeah. I'm okay, kind of scared cool. to go walk back there. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Okay, cool. Just wanted to clarify that. Just didn't want to lose cool. the couple this early in their marriage <laughs> to gunfire, friendly fire. Yeah. Um, for each of you, I've got a question. What's the coolest thing you've seen each other do in the water? Is there like a memory that jumps into your mm-hmm. mind about the coolest thing? You're like, wow, that was sick. Uh, definitely, I say he does drop knee on the Honolulu Bay. Yeah. It's so sick. He's just like matching the wave. Like he knows the wave because he born and raised there. Mm. And he's so matching with the wave. It's just perfect. Like he never missed any bow, mm. never miss any lip. It's the most coolest things. Like I'm in the water to see him fighting. Drop knee at Honolulu Bay. Yep. How about Next. you, Mac? It's pretty sick. I've seen so many things she does. At <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely the big waves is crazy, you know, to see you take off on these monsters and go mm-hmm. for it. Like, you know, it's ridiculous. And then uh, for me, one of the coolest things I thought I saw was um, when we were in Mexico, there's like this long point break called yep. uh, Chipawa. Yep. And it wasn't that big. It was maybe like four foot mm-hmm. at the max, you know, so like head high or something like that. Mm-hmm. But just like. Drops in on the wave and does like 10 different spins, like reverse, then forward, then reverse, and forward, and then a rollo combo, rollo combo, then gets up, drop knee at the end. Sick. And then pulls in and gets barreled like all the way across. And I was just like, like for me, that was a 10. Like, you know, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. way, like I couldn't, I was doing drop knee and I was trying to find the barrel and I was kind of wasting the wave, like mm. doing these cutbacks and trying to like find the right spot. But just her, like every movement was just like nonstop, just like another trick to another Sick. trick. And just, it looked so flowful and I was, I was really impressed. Yeah. I thought I was cool. 
I feel like I'm like helping with the marriage already. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. You know, like, That's a good like, question. Yeah. Say a nice thing again about each other. <laughs> thanks. Um, yeah, we don't say that nice things. Yeah, but um, but like, let's. I just want to go on to the individuals now. Like um, like Ayaka, you won the world title in 2018, 18. and even in that moment when you won the world title, you actually announced that you probably weren't going to do the tour the next year on the live stream, yeah, which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, mildly controversial, but I thought it was really cool. Um, you've done another year on the tour. You came very close, of course, um, and only just missing out at Fronton with, mm-hmm. with Sari O'Hara mm-hmm. taking the win. Uh, you have said that you're going to take a break this year. Is that something that you're going to do? Exactly, yes. And and what? why? Why are you taking a break? As, uh, the reason why is I've been competing too long, mm. like 15 years already, and I just want to see a different wall, and I just want to ride on the new wave, mm. and I want to go surf trip mm. with my friends and my partner. Mm. That's the one thing. And I also we're getting married, so like that's a mm. good reason to, to stay in Hawaii mm. and then take break for, from the tour. Do you feel like your riding improves by being here in Hawaii? Definitely, yes. Yeah? yeah. Because there's the best wave in the world, you know? Mm. Like, here has always wave. And everybody is really good. Everybody's so talented about surf. Mm. So, it's everything pushed me to the next level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that, that bit about the waves, I mean, I think everybody understands the wave bit, but this extra part about everybody's talented with the surfing, is that is that something that helps you? It's helped me mm-hmm. because everybody, imagine like in the water, everybody better than me. It's mean like, oh, I got to push my limit, you mm-hmm. know, I got to improve my skill. That's helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. On this on this time off from competing, are you, what are you hoping to focus on in your riding? Like what are the weaknesses or the things that you want to do better? This year? Yeah. <laughs> I want to do backflip consistently. Okay, all right. Yeah. So that specific maneuver yes, is going to be your thing. Yes, And I want to get more battle. Okay. Because I was focusing to complete maneuver for the competition all yeah. the time. But yeah. now I can do free surf, so I want to yeah. try new things. So get improve your barrel riding, improve the, the backflip in back particular. Backflip, you know. Yeah, okay. I want to go fly more high each maneuver. Yep. Get a shot. Okay. Cool. Oh, Exciting. Yeah. I mean, is it... When it when it comes to the competition, are you? You said you've been competing too long. It, was last year fun or was it just a drag? Last year it, it wasn't fun. No. Yeah, because I really don't didn't want to do the tour. Mm. But I got like you know some pleasure like oh you're going to for the next title blah yeah. blah blah and then I feel like oh maybe I should do. Mm. But uh, in my heart is like mm, I don't want to do. Mm. It's not fun. Okay. So that things. Okay. How does it work with sponsors? You know, like you've got a number of different sponsors. Are they mm-hmm. are they focused on competition results or are they happy for you to free surf? Like what's the situation there? Yeah, most of the sponsors are looking for results. But yeah. the things is like, the kind of like, they don't really look at the world tour. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't much big mean for them to get another world title. Of okay. course, it's good if I got it. Mm. But... They don't care, so it's better to focus who you surf and yeah. then get a shot and then give to them and then they yeah. can use it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And with um, and you you think that most of your your surfing this year will be in Hawaii? You you're gonna like settle in here for the year? You think? Yes, most of your surfing here and then 
when when I get up when I can get up from here, we want to go to the some trip, surf trip. Yeah. Could be Indonesia, could be Mexico. Yeah, is this what you're thinking? Indonesia, yes. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about you, Mac? Like you, you've kind of come really close <clears throat> in kind of cracking that top twenty-four on the tour. You had a oh, really good final event in Fronton last year. I think I already told you this, but like, Thanks. you know, you were ripping throughout mm. that and you, what did you get to seventh or not? What, what did you get to? 13th or something? I think it was 13th. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was round five. Yep. Was it? Yeah. Is that me or you? Oh, it's you. <laughs> What's the alarm for? Go surf. Time to go surf. Back door. <laughs> <laughs> Back door um, alarm. So you, um, but, but does that prone competition still interest you? Because you're a real all rounder. Like, so, mm. you know, it, are you happy being boxed in like that for prone riding or what's your preference? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. I kind of like being boxed in because then I kind of can't like do anything else. Like I have to yeah. just ride prone, you know, because yeah. a lot of times you just, you can't, sometimes you can't make your mind up, you know, because it's just so fun to do everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, should I search or bodyboard? Like, well, I don't know. You're, like I don't actually have that problem because... I'm not you. Like it's, I don't. Dude, I don't know that that's well, a problem. It's hard. Is that a problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Hawaiian hard. Hawaiian yeah. has that problem. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard too because you know I'm really trying to push myself in uh, good waves with drop knee. Yeah. But I definitely find myself not wanting to waste the best waves, so I prone on them because uh-huh. I don't want to blow it. Yeah. And then that kind of like you know takes you away from getting that best wave of your mm. life. So sometimes like for you to get a good wave drop knee, you have to tell yourself like I'm only going to drop knee like, yeah. every wave. Like, yeah. I'm just going to get up. Or I'm just going to stand up every wave. Like, yeah. You know? So it's kind of cool, that division, I think. And, okay. Um, but I do like the idea, like how the pipeline was, that like you can drop me. Yeah. Because I still think that's super cool, especially for a wave like Pipe, where it offers so many different types of waves. Totally. You know? Totally. And when it's under six feet, it does, I think. Yeah. Like when it gets above, I think it'd be kind of, it would have been interesting to see who would have dropped me if it was if yeah. it was like, you know, 10, 12 feet. But, um, but yeah, but it's, but it's really interesting. Like in your in your approach to wave riding, like how, if you were to break it down into like percentages, like how much percentage is to prone, how much to drop knee, how much to stand up, what what, what do you think it is? Uh, I, I would say like, I don't know, like, you know, 32, 32, 32. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> so you are pretty much evenly balanced pretty, across pretty, all of them. Yeah, pretty evenly. You okay. Know but I don't know, in Hawaii, I always see him doing stand-up boogie or drop knee. Yeah, right. I don't right. really see prone. Yeah, well, I don't know. In Maui, like, the waves aren't really aren't that good for prone. Like, they are, I mean, generally, but it's just so fun for drop knee, yep. you know? Okay. It's just different, I think. Mm-hmm. Certain waves are better for me. I really like really hollow slabbing barrels for prone, mm. you know? Oh, like, yeah. really fast, like, deep, like, holding on for your life. Like, yeah, mm. you do. But for drop knee, like, I like those, too, because those are the ones that are actually easier to make because they're so hollow yeah. that you can draw a line inside of them. But, you know, that's where... I think that's what I want to do this year is just focus on, you know, getting some good waves where I can just get drop me yeah. and prone barrels. You yeah. know? Let's do it. Are you chasing the... You know, you had a pretty good run last year um, on the tour when it came to drop me. You know, I, I don't know what your final ranking was, but there was the event in in Chile that happened at Antofagasta. You came second there, right? Yeah. And then Sintra... You were fifth, I think, or fifth, yeah, yeah, fifth. equal um, fifth. Is that a is that a kind of are you chasing that drop knee world title still? Is that one of your goals? Yeah, well, I mean, like I've already been doing it. I did it the last three years, and you know, I I think I've learned a lot competing. Yeah. And for me, like it's just gonna be hard not to do it because if I just sit on the side and and somebody else wins, it's it's gonna be hard, you know, because mm. I feel like I'm close. But 
At the same time, too, I, I'm realizing that the world title isn't that big of a deal because it doesn't really matter who wins it. Mm. It's more about getting good content and getting good video footage because, mm. you know, Sintra is not the best wave and it's not going to get you like this. No one really cares if you win there, mm. you know. I know what you mean. But I'm definitely going to go because that's something that I would love to have, you know. Yeah. And mm. I would love to have that title and, and I'm you know, that's one of my goals I'm striving for. Mm. But I'm not really going to put too much pressure on myself this year for it. I'm kind of just looking at it like it's just another part of the year and something that we're going to do. Sweet. Yeah. You both travel to Europe for that then? You you both plan to go to Portugal or no? I, I hope so. I don't want to go. Oh, she doesn't want to go. <laughs> I'm going to stand here. Oh. And maybe, maybe it could be better though. Less distraction. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe more focused. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm just cool. going to watch. Yeah, yeah watch the, the live stream. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, in I mean, obviously through your relationship with each other, you've managed to kind of see each other's worlds a little bit. So mm-hmm. you you have spent some time in Japan, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How how was the experience? Was that the first time you'd been there? Was with Ayaka or? Yeah, that was the first time I've been there. Okay. Both. Uh... You came like three times, yeah. I came three times, three yeah, times. but the first time I ever was there was with you. I didn't visit. Uh, exactly, yeah. yeah. So what's the... What's it like? Like, how did you find it? Because for me, I, I went there cute. when I was like 15 which yeah. is like, you know, nearly 20 years ago now. Yeah. And it was like, for me at the time, it was the most different place I'd ever seen in my life. I there was bet. nowhere more different than Japan to Australia or wherever. Mm-hmm. So, like, how did you experience it? Like, what was it like? Do you remember your first impressions? I mean, it was a little bit, like, shocking for sure. Like, how? Every, how like, everybody's Japanese. <laughs> everybody's Asian like, face. You know, everybody's yeah. Japanese, like, yeah. Everyone looks like everyone is Japanese. Like, there's no... Like, you know, when That's I'm funny. growing up in Hawaii, it's like white guy, black guy, Hawaiian, oh. Mexican guy, Portuguese guy. Yeah. You know, you show up there, it's like everyone's got the same face. They all got the same <laughs> clothes. They all are running and no one's looking at each other. And you're just like, whoa, like, yeah, just like a whole, it's like getting dropped off on like another planet, you know? That's so how I felt. Like, yeah. Wow. Really? It feels really weird. It's interesting. It's really different. Wow. And then like the food is good, but then like everyone's so like Japanese that I'm kind of like scared like I don't know like they're all so respectful and so nice that like you're kind of almost like whoa like I'm just not used to it you know it's different but it's it's really cool though like what's the problem there like the problem is like it's just like everybody is like so like like so nice to you that like you you say thank you and then they say thank you again and then you say thank you and they keep saying thank you. <laughs> and then you're just like all right like okay okay we're good get, we're good yeah <laughs> you understand like just get away from me you know <laughs> you know like they just like oh yeah how many times do okay like okay thank you like that's all like it's just a little like I experienced that a lot, but maybe... Yeah, so the cultural manners, the yeah, different kind yeah. of approach to people is interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And definitely, I mean, you know, you got to learn to speak the language. It definitely help a lot, I think. Yeah. yeah. How do you go with the language? Not so good, not so good. I know, like, some really simple words. Like, I can say if I want something hot or cold. Oh, that's good. You know? Mm-hmm. That's good like, to know. And I can, like, say the bathroom, or I can say thank you and you're welcome. Very helpful. But when it comes to, like, a conversation, like... Mm. There's not really much conversation. Mm-hmm. It's more kind of like baby talk. Like, ooh, can you pick that for me? I want that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's sorry. it's hard. I think that's the hardest bit when you try to learn another language. Uh, you have to be able to be okay with being 
either treated like a baby yeah or, or <laughs> exactly. like You're or much... suddenly being like the dumbest person in the room right right and like that's how it is both of those are problematic for me that's, that's you know like cool. for me i know i have a problem with that like i've got stuff to say here right right i can't right. just like be quiet i just like listening all the time and then I'm, yeah you can tell no one wants to like translate it to you because it's not that important yeah but even though it's not important you just want to know so bad exactly like, oh what, what did they say like exactly yeah, but I don't want to like keep asking over and over again. No, that's cool. And then you you learn though, like as you try to you try to listen, you try to like yeah. see if you can pick something up, you know. I just love the karaoke stuff in Japan. That was my favorite Did you? bit. Oh I never, my God. I, never I, could, I couldn't. Man, you'd kill yes. it with the karaoke. I never got to do it. Sounds kill fun. It. You're probably the most famous guy in Japan in no time. <laughs> <laughs> just like for the karaoke. So fun. It is, huh? It is fun. I it's go by so myself. It's so cultural. All the time. You do, right? Yeah. Okay, how often do you go by yourself for karaoke? Whenever I go back to Japan, the first things I go is karaoke by myself. Let's <laughs> go jam hard. Yeah, just like two hours. Okay, lock on. I just straight sing. That's amazing. It's so fun. I find it so interesting, that phenomenon. So yeah. just for the listener, like, describe how... Let's just talk about the, the, the kind of situation here. So mm-hmm. there's ca- private karaoke booths. Yep. And they're everywhere. Everywhere. How like how many do you think there are in like Tokyo, for example? Oh, that's a, could be million of them. Like imagine if it's like one station. Yeah. Tokyo station. It's around. Might must be like twenty of them. Twenty around yeah, the station. Yeah, you can walk. To. Okay. So there's like so many, I guess. Yeah, if it's that's Tokyo. crazy. Yeah. And 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 this. And so literally, it's a little booth. You pay how much money would you pay for the time? Basically, like seven dollar to ten dollar. One for hour. For one hour. One hour. Okay. And so, you you go there. You pay your money. You go in your booth. Mm-hmm. What does it look like inside the booth? It's very interesting. Like uh, each karaoke box is different. We mm-hmm. call karaoke box, anyways. Mm-hmm. And then. The same way made for the one person, it's like small box uh-huh. and then just mic and a headphone and air clean everything. Yeah. And then the other is like a party room, like a, it's actual room. Yeah, cool. And then a, like maybe like three to ten people can okay. fit in there and then we can sing in there. So like it's depend where you go, but it's kind of like that. In the party rooms, do they have, like, do you get drinks served to you? You can yes, drink exactly. beer and, like, hang out. Yeah, you can drink, you can get a food, like, whatever uh-huh. you want. Cool, cool. So and fun. so, but you're saying, like, when you land in Japan, the first thing you want to do... Karaoke. <laughs> alone. Alone. I'm like, take me home, mom, and I'm going to karaoke. Yeah, right. yeah. That's crazy. Um, why Why is that? Why do you like that so much? What it's does it do for like, you? Um, you know, like, stress-free. Uh-huh. Like, you know, you can go, you can sing whatever you want, how much loud you can be. Yeah. Nobody care. That's super fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bit of a release for you. Yes, really. Yeah. Ah. That kind. Mm-hmm. Cool. And how do you feel when you leave the booth? It's cool. Like, you know, I'm like, ah, so flesh. Like, yeah. now I can go back to work or like something like that. Yeah, this. right. Yeah. That's so cool. Fun. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And and if you tried them out, Mac, when you were there? No, I never had to try it. Oh, dude. Yeah, you got to do this. You got to do this. Every time I go to Japan, it's like, it's too busy. Yeah, my schedule, yeah. Sure. How was it, like, because a lot of the time in Japan, was it around, like, after the world title win for Ayaka? Was that the kind of 
Were well, you in Japan for a while immediately after that? Yeah, I was there like one, two months. Yeah, and did you travel there as well then or not? Yeah, no. so we went, yeah, he we, was there. We went yeah. there before and then when we came back from Portugal after she won, then we went back. Mm. And then, yeah, that was like so busy. Like it was just like it was busy every single hell. day, just like driving all the way, like three, four hours across the country and then sleeping there and then going to another place all the way across the country and then sleeping there and then just like doing parties and meetings and... I mean, it was cool that it was getting free food and stuff, you know? Fully. So it was sick, but it was just like, like, whoa, like, yeah, I don't know, non yeah. <laughs> But it was, for me, it was cool, though, because I was a tourist, you know? Like, so was, yeah. I got to go see the countryside and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's cool. Like, I mean, were you amazed at the response of the Japanese people to, to Ayaka's, you know, win? Like, you know, in Hawaii and also mm-hmm. in Australia, you know, like, it kind of, to me, you know, you get your win and people pat you on the back and then it's kind of like, whatever. Yeah. But, like... Over there, it's like, were they, the media, you had a lot of, because I saw on Instagram, like, you were really busy yeah. after the world title. Like, yeah. how, in, how as an outsider for you, Mac, seeing this, like, what, what did you think of all this? Like, what was, how were you feeling about it? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it was, it was pretty sick. Like, it was pretty big, but it's not like, you know, it wasn't like Jordy Smith or Kelly Slater, like, mm. won the world title, or it wasn't like when, uh, Anas Hadar came back from Morocco and won the national uh, okay. champ. You know, it That's was cool. it was more like the sponsors worked together to make an event, and they wanted to like celebrate it. And of course, they were all happy. Like all the yeah. people that were sponsored were super happy. Yeah. But you know, like it wasn't. It, you know, it's, I don't. I don't really know what it's like to to win something for a huge, huge thing. But you know, it wasn't like there wasn't lines at the airport or anything like that. Like, mm. you know, I was actually a little bit shocked because it. I'm not really shocked. I was actually scared to see what was going to happen because mm-hmm. just like you said, like in Hawaii, like, you know, if I won the Drop Me World title, like nobody would know unless I told them. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or even the world title. Like, yeah. honestly, if I won the world title, nobody would, maybe a couple of my friends would be like, yeah, yeah but, you won the world title. but nobody would be like lining up at the airport. No, no, no. No way, you know? That's the life. Which is crazy because like for us, it's like, you know, you see Jeff Hubbard and you see Pierre and you're like, well, rock stars. Like, you yeah, know, these are the guys. And then mm-hmm. even them though too, yeah. you know, no one's going to line up like yeah but I don't know that's just the thing is I'm it's kind of like sad to say but at the same time like you know we're, we're really doing it just for ourselves you know cause like we've tried so hard and worked so hard for something that like if we mm. don't get it like you kind of feel like you're quitting up and giving up on yourself yeah more than trying to live this dream life that we thought there was yeah you know cause it's not really mm. much of a dream life doing the world tour it's more just like you know you're like sticking your your head out I mean can be it definitely can be it was dreamy I found the wife you know I yeah exactly my life and <laughs> travel the world it was so sick you know mm-hmm. well, just, just that's like kind of yeah yeah so had you not had you not met Ayaka and started this relationship it probably might have been much less dreamy yeah for sure <laughs> okay. for sure well definitely I wouldn't have even went to the other contest because I honestly wasn't going to do the other contest I was kind of yeah. like ah. the world tour is such hard work like to be on the top 16 like how do these guys even get sponsors to pay for that like yeah, there's yeah. no way we could do that and then Ayaka's like just go like you can do it you yeah. know like then, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I was like, okay. all right, yeah. Okay, I can't Okay, yeah. good. Okay, good. If she wants Are to you go, gonna be there yeah. too? If I have, you know, that's pretty much what it was like. I was like, I'm gonna the world with her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then of course, like you know, for me it was cool because I, I'm really, you know, it was definitely stepping outside of my box to compete with all the guys, you know, because I was always looking at them like superstars and like, you know, like crazy to even get to that level, and then mm. now all of a sudden like, oh, I, I can compete with them. I, I didn't even realize mm-hmm. I could enter. You know. When was there? What, what What's your kind of favorite or kind of most kind of groundbreaking results 
since you started competing internationally where you kind of broke through that thing of looking at the other guys like superstars or rock stars and go like actually i can't actually beat these guys like when was that yeah maybe um on the first year after chile yeah because um i don't know i got kind of beat down on antofagasta like I didn't do very good. I didn't even make it out of the, the trials or something like that. Mm. Yeah. And then in, there was no Iquique, and then there was Arika. And Arika, I made my first heat. No, I was seated in round three, mm. and I didn't catch a single good wave. Like, I caught, like, I just caught all the junk ones and, like, got nothing, gave up my priority, yeah. and, like, just got last place. Like, to a bunch of kids. They didn't really do anything, too. Like, nobody did anything in the heat. Yeah. I just didn't get anything. And then we went to Brazil, and Brazil was, like, sunny and, like, you did good. It was just beautiful. Like, you know, I was like, whoa, beach break. And, yeah. like, the, there's sun. And, like, it's, like, green, you know, yeah, coming from yeah, Chile. Yeah. And then, like, and then the waves got real big. And I was pretty nervous because I was, i never seen shore break like that yeah, before, yeah. you know. But I got a, I got a couple, I made the trials. I did really good in the trials. Yeah, I remember. I remember. And then I didn't do good in my, my, um, in, in, the, in the main round. But they had, they had three rounds that year. It was, like, the. Ah, the sessions format. The sessions oh, yeah. format. Yeah, yeah. It was like that. And then when I saw that sessions format, it actually gave me a realization that I was like, whoa, like, I have so much time. Like, I just need mm. to get two waves, two big ones, you know? Like, mm. just go big. And I, you know, I didn't land anything, but I did go big. I got a couple of nice, you, you know. You got that big photo too, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. That was pretty classic. That was and that, that ended up being that, that, the one wave I caught, I ended up going really high and, you know, I kind of extended it and everything. And when I came in, Ian Campbell said he saw it and he was like, whoa, that was a sick invert, you know? Yeah. And I was just so sick because I was like, whoa, like, one of the top guys like said that was cool. Sure, you know? sure. And then sure enough, it ended up being like the cover of the YouTube video yeah. for the Eat the Coach Yard, a pro for 2018. And yeah. I was like, you know, I like I kind of like cried a little bit. Like I was just so happy. Like I was like, I can't believe like they use my picture. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, oh my God, you know. Like, but so these are the moments. So like, it's not necessarily competitive wins. It's just more like. You're, you're the moment you had to express yourself on a wave yeah that's kind of like means a lot to you for me yeah for and sure. just that little mm-hmm. like ian coming up on the beach going and saying like dude that was sick yeah these are the things yeah. that matter the things that matter for yeah. Sure, yeah and that did that did that moment then give you a little switch in your thinking about how you approached it afterwards like was after itta and this kind of doing this big air making it through some heats mm-hmm. having a good time was there a reset for you and how you approached the there next was, events? For me, there's definitely like a reset was like that I can go big yeah, and that mm-hmm. I can get the score. I can get a 10. Yeah. You know, I didn't think I could get a 10. Mm-hmm. But then I realized like, whoa, like there's a possibility that I can get a 10 here. Yeah. And then I started sending it a lot and like sending it on every wave and mm-hmm. it actually ended up not working because <laughs> I would get like one eight and then I'd have like a bunch of ones for the yeah, rest yeah, of the heat, yeah. you know? Yeah. And my strategy was all messed up and then finally I think after this year at Fronton, I had a good result there, and I got so close, like, you know, like, not so close, but I made it so many rounds. Came you did, from the trials. yeah, you, you did. did. You had a lot of time out there. I, you know, I ended up beating, I ended up winning the heat with Sammy and Ian that I thought I had no chance in. Yeah. And then after that, I, like, I, I could just smell, like, I could feel, like, the podium, you know, like, I yeah. could see it, like, you know. I was, and I was smelling like, it, too. I was like, yeah, you're so <laughs> I was smelling I was it, too. Smelling it too. I was just like, oh, I'm getting real close <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, I think when you start to smell it, maybe that was it, too much. Yeah, know, yeah, I think I think when you, we, we I think next keep time, robot, exactly, robot. exactly. But next think, time you yeah. smell it, just block your nose. Yeah. But, but for yeah. me, that made a big, that made a huge thing, you know. Yeah, and, and I was kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, because I, I did good in Australia. I made the quarterfinals in Australia. That's too, right. But the waves oh, yeah. are so small that it just kind of felt like it doesn't count. You know, it's like the small mm-hmm. wave kind of contest, mm-hmm. and see. you know, yeah. I mean, it would have counted if you won for sure. Six thousand bucks is still good. Fully, fully. 
But just like that was like the moment where I was like, okay, if the waves are small, then I have a chance. Mm. But then the waves are big in front of and I was like, oh, the waves are big and I still have a chance. Like, yeah. you know, like, you okay, like, really so it was, it was definitely good to get, you know, that experience. There's, you, you can't buy that experience unless you go and, and do the contest. Mm. All right. Well, I mean, with, um, I'll come back to Ayaka now. Like you're, you're taking this big year off. You're going to focus on your riding. You're going to be landing every single backflip you try by the end of the year. Your tube riding is going to improve dramatically. Yes. Um, is the next step to look at competition again, or are you not really convinced of that yet? That's a good question. I still don't know yet, mm. but maybe I'm going to miss compete. That's, mm. I kind of think so. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. You don't so, miss it right now? I don't miss it right now, but maybe a couple years after I like, traveling, I surf a lot and I might want to come back to the mm. tour mm. okay but depend on the tour too though now yeah. kind of looks it's hard you know mm. the competition so if it's kind of sick tour back in the days like that i'd be back okay mm-hmm. what does the sick tour back in the days look like what's this well when i was young i look up the tour it was like so many women the mm. first things it was so many women mm. And then the setup on the beach, the tour, mm. it was so big and it's so sick. All mm. the locks there, I was looking mm. up. Everybody like woke in there, and that was super cool. But now I don't see him, you mm. know. Now I don't see him, and then I see every year less girl on a tour, and then all the people like I look up to, they left the tour. Mm. It's kind of sad, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you need to see some changes there before you can get excited again. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about in terms of your rivals? You know, like Sari O'Hara won the world title last year. Mm-hmm. Would you like, who who do you compare yourself most to in competition? Like, who's the rider that you're like, I really want to beat that person. Ooh, I don't know. I actually don't really put rival. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like I don't really care who compete with. Okay. And I don't really care who I beat up. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> yeah, more like I exciting about like I compete with the men's uh-huh. and I beat up men's is more exciting for me. <laughs> you know? But the cool. compete with the women is like a, everybody same level, it's kinda you know okay. like every all the time it's the same people I compete, yeah. so kinda like it's my job. So okay. I'm just doing my job. So you enjoyed this pipeline format. Do you do you like this <laughs> where you're against the men? You, you yeah, actually I, get a kick out of that. Well, well, I shouldn't say I know, but I love to do that. <laughs> no, but that's fine. Yeah, I love. So like you get a better like you, you get a better feeling if you're beating some of the men. Yeah, like more exciting, you know. Yeah. Everybody better than me. That's I know. But mm-hmm. I also have a chance to beat them up somehow. Yeah. It's very exciting. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I love to compete. How would you feel if you had a heat with Ayako? Like, what what would you do? Would you be really conflicted? You're not really happy. At yet. pipeline, well, six thought, to ten I, feet. I honestly thought it was going to be fair, you know. I thought we were both going to compete against each other and we were going to both be like, okay, no talking, you know, like we're going to compete, you know. And then I do that and then she's all like, oh, you're going to be mean to me? You're not going to talk to me? And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to listen to this for like the next three weeks. Like, oh, no. Maybe I shouldn't I have done that. You know? and I can beat him up. Like, she's you think, so you, in think my you got him? I think the trick is like, I just have to put earplugs in and like horse blinders and be like, it's not Ayaka. It's like, 
like just another person. Okay. Because I can get yeah. to in his mind. Oh, so you would play the game. Yes, yeah, she, would... she plays the game. Okay. Paya Bay, you played the game so hard. Oh yeah, I beat him up actually. Yeah, she when was that? In Maui. January. In a contest. In a contest. Oh, so it's happened already. I didn't know this. It's already happened. Oh, it's already happened. How'd you feel? Yeah, it felt terrible. I, like, <laughs> I, I sat in the car and I didn't talk to anybody for like 15 yeah. minutes. I was so pissed. I couldn't even talk. Like everyone was like, oh, you got beat by your chick. I was just like, ah, I know, bro, whatever. She's going to beat you too, bro. Watch. <laughs> now that she's done kicking my ass, she's yeah. going to kick yours yeah. next. You're, you're next in line. Yeah. Wow. I was really hoping she was going to take the whole contest and beat yeah. everybody. But you yeah. felt better then. Oh, I felt, yeah. But still, after like 15 minutes, I thought it was really funny and classic. And yeah. Of course, it was just, you know. It was fun. But like, for there was a, there was a moment, though, where I was pretty like, oh, shucks. Yeah, I yeah. had to hide. Wow. All right. Well, let's hope <laughs> that we can get a rematch then. You might need to yeah. try and balance that out. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. She's yeah. the best, definitely the best to compete against, I think. Okay. Cool. Well, hey, we know that the surf's kind of pumping at Pipeline now. We were at a pretty good spot for the podcast to wrap up, so we can all go surfing. Thank you, and congratulations again on your wedding. Wish you both the best year ahead and a long and happy marriage. Thank you so much. Yeah? Thanks, bro. You. Look, 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 look